When I was in high school, through a skit on a choir tour, I was introduced to a verse that would become transformational in my prayer life. The verse is Romans 8.26. It says, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We don't know what to pray for, and when we don't, the Spirit intercedes with groanings too deep for words. Now, this skit was about two friends talking, and one was confessing that their prayer life had taken a turn for the worse, and they just weren't feeling like they were connecting with God. She was doing all the right things, but it just didn't feel like she had really connected and communicated with God. Well, in memorizing the script, I inadvertently found this verse engraved in my heart and on my mind. And years later, I couldn't be more thankful for it. I don't always trust my motivations in many things, but especially in prayer. And it has become a personal discipline to call on the Holy Spirit to intercede in situations and circumstances because I can trust this advocate and helper that's at work interceding on my behalf way more than I trust my selfish desires and wants, even when I'm sure and confident that my way would be the best way. Liturgy offers me a similar experience in praying prayers congregationally with others, prayers that have been prayed over people during important life moments through seasons of the year and the church calendar for years and years. And this connects me with the communion of saints in a way that is honestly really difficult to describe. Earlier this year, I was listening to a podcast called That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs, and she was interviewing Andrew Peterson, and they started talking about a book called Every Moment Holy by Douglas McKelvey. It's a book of liturgies for everyday moments in life, and I was intrigued. For some reason, hearing about this made me recall being introduced to the power of the sacrament of this present moment while I was in seminary. It's that moment of recognizing that even the most mundane of tasks can become holy if I allow myself to realize and remember that God is moving and speaking and teaching in all things, in the stillness, in the task at hand, in the midst of whatever I might find myself doing. This book includes liturgies of the hours, of labor and vocation, of creation and recreation, of blessing and celebration, of petition and provision, of sorrow and lament, of the moment, for table blessings, and liturgies included in each of these categories cover a wide range of events and moments. Within those of petition and provision is a liturgy for the ritual of morning coffee, there's a liturgy that's included for medical providers, for the changing of diapers, for the enjoyment of bonfires, for beginning a book, for the lament upon the finishing of a beloved book, for the marking of birthdays, for practicing the presence of God, for waiting in line, for dying well. There are many, many more. So here's what I appreciate. See, sometimes it's in reading someone else's perspective of an event especially one that has become so mundane or routine, routine to us that we realize and remember that every moment, even those that we dread, every moment is holy. And there's something for us to not only learn, but something that we can lean into when we consider that. And oftentimes it's when we're still that we acknowledge the power of that moment 
And it's then that we find ourselves sitting right in the middle of truly all that is holy. As I was looking through the book just now, one liturgy especially stood out to me. I'm sure it's because of the holidays and experiencing life these days in the midst of a pandemic, but this one caught my attention. So I want to close by sharing it with you. It's a liturgy for missing someone, and that especially feels important today. So hear these words from Every Moment Holy. A liturgy for missing someone. Oh God, we willingly carry this ache. We carry it, O oh Father, to you. You created our hearts for unbroken fellowship, yet the constraints of time and place and the stuttering rhythms of life in a fallen world dictate that all fellowships in these days will at times be broken or incomplete. And so we find ourselves in this season bearing the sorrow of separation from so many. We acknowledge, O oh Lord, that it is a right and a good thing to miss deeply those whom we love, but with whom we cannot be physically present. Grant us, therefore, courage to love well, even in this time of absence. Grant us courage to shrink neither from the aches nor from the joys that love brings, for each, willingly received, will accomplish the good works you have appointed them to do. Therefore, we praise you even for our sadness, knowing that the sorrows we steward in this life will in time be redeemed. We praise you also knowing that these glad aches are a true measure of the bonds you have wrought between our hearts. Now use our sorrows as tools in your hand, O Lord, shaping our hearts into a truer imitation of the affections of Christ. Use even this sadness to carve out spaces in our souls where still greater repositories of holy affection might be held until the end that we might better love in times of absence and in times of presence alike. We now entrust all to your keeping. May our reunion be joyous, whether in this life or in the life to come. How we look forward, O Lord, to the day when all our fellowships will be restored, eternal and unbroken. Remembering, O Christ, that you guarded our helpless estate and came to dwell among us as the promised fulfillment of all holy desires, we turn our hearts now to remembrance of your works. You came to us, O Lord, as a lantern in our darkness. Now illumine our way. You came to us as a song in the midst of our sorrow. Now kindle our hope. You came to us as a balm on the bed of our sufferings. Now be our healing. You came to us as a shelter amidst the violence of storms. Now grant us peace. You came to us as mercy in the place of our shame. Now be our righteousness. You came to us as a king upon the fields of our defeat. Now be our salvation. You came to us as a child in the midnight of our despair. Now be our God. Remembering these manifold joys and blessings of your first advent, how our hearts long to witness the glories of your promised return. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Amen. <laughs>